Welcome back. Welcome back to another edition of Gabe's Thoughts. Um, it's been a very emotional week. Um, we got the uh, the verdict in the Derek Chauvin trial. We, you know, continue to have to deal with issues involving, you know, the deaths of black people and things of that nature. And, you know, I'm just tired. Um, <laughs> I am tired of having to defend my black skin. I'm tired of living in a country that will gladly accept the work and the labor from people that look like me, but won't acknowledge that we exist. Um, I'm I'm just tired of it seeming to never be enough. The reality of the situation is that America is no country for black people. And, you know, there will be some that say, oh, that's not true. Or, you know, there are plenty of examples of success. And I challenge you. And I'd say, are they the new norm? Or are they simply anomalies? You know? Um, I'm just tired, you know. And I, you know, I come from a Christian background, and I believe in God, and, you know, I believe that he has the final say to everything. But I got a couple questions, and I got a couple things to get off my chest. So hope you enjoy this piece, and then I'll add some final thoughts. You said that you would never leave me. You told me when I was lost that you would lead me. Father, please lead and guide me. Because you say follow you. But does that mean follow you blindly? You were wounded for my transgressions. Bruised for my iniquity. But how do you heal a life led by empathy? The essence of who I am lies in a memory. I was taught to believe that all life is suffering. You say you're always there, but all I feel is death hovering. Three things I know. You're born, you live, and you die. So how can I believe your promise to wipe every tear from my eye? Faith without works is dead. In your word, it says, I am not the tail, but the head. I know a closed mouth don't get fed. And they say that my salvation is in the blood that you bled. But why is a requirement that I too have to be dead? Crucify the flesh daily. You say it's faith, not deeds that's supposed to save me. Being born in you creates a new me. Never thought a new me would be a lonely me.
It started with two pair of footprints in the sand. Then there was one set of footprints in the sand. Times got hard. Like a man I tried to stand. I just felt like walking alone was just part of your plan. You sent your son into the world to save the world. But with so much evil, I ask, why did you even create the world? You see, I hate the world. It's a series of death and repentance. People living with little to no conscience. God, please give me an answer. How do you explain losing a grandma to cancer? How do you explain losing a mother, a sister, or a brother? Please explain this promise of peace when suffering is the album cover. Your ways are not ours, and your thoughts are much higher. How do you heal a soul that has been through the wire? I know better than to ever call you a liar. But answers to these questions, I deeply desire. I've been through hell, been baptized by fire, been serenaded by my pain, sung the notes by life's choir. Some say suffering is married to desire. To live like you, those that do, I truly admire. You see, pain is supposed to be temporal, while love is supposed to be eternal. But what do you do when your pain is internal? Perfect love is supposed to cast out fear. But how can I learn to love if the end is near? Before my life, you had a plan. But why is it fair for you to know and me? Not to understand. They tell me. To drop to my knees and pray. But God. Sometimes. I just can't find the right words to say. I'm tired y'all. Tired. It just never lets up. (laughs) The harder you try. The more is required of you. Hell, like. It's to the point now. Where. It's like you damned if you do. You damned if you don't. We've been dealing with this for decades now. Centuries even. When do we get a break? And I know, you know, the game ain't fair. I know that. <laughs> At times, you, you know, you hit the you hit the ground. You're supposed to just get back up. But how many times can a man, can a woman, continue to be beat down by a system and not give up? I'm tired, y'all. My heart is heavy. My spirit sometimes feel broken. My soul at times troubled because I'm tired. I'm afraid 
I'm afraid that one day that might be me. I'm afraid that if <laughs> my brake light isn't working or my turn signal goes out or I run a stop sign, that that interaction could be my last. I'm worried that I could go to a supermarket, get into a, a disagreement, and that can be the end of my story. I'm worried and fearful that me going for a walk around the neighborhood, that me putting on a hoodie because it's chilly outside, that me getting lost in a different neighborhood could result in my life being snatched from me. You see, because some people might think that I'm being overdramatic, but there are way too many names on this list that that applies to. There's way too many examples of the game not being fair. Work twice as hard to get half as much. That is what has been instilled in black children for generations. No matter how hard we work, we still don't get equal credit. Hell, you, you even in sports, you have some of the most dedicated, talented, physically gifted specimen. And as long as you shut up and dribble or you don't make waves or you just do as you're told as a good old boy, you don't stir the water, then you're fine. But the minute you begin to speak truth, uh, we don't want politics in sports. Politics has always been in sports. Oh, we don't want to hear your opinion. At the end of the day. When I take this unit, when they take that uniform off, whether it be your LeBron James's or your Colin Kaepernick's or your Russell Wilson's, when they take that uniform off, there's one uniform they can't take off, and that's their skin color. We just saw a video of a man, black man, black lieutenant. In full uniform, harassed, pepper sprayed, and for what? This man literally goes out and puts his life on the line for this fucked up ass country. And that's how he's treated? And no one sees the problem with this. Oh, we just making shit up. Oh, it's just a, you know, maybe maybe if you guys stop killing each other and, you know, maybe we talked about black on black crime, then maybe this wouldn't be an issue. Really? That's the argument you want to go with? What's the statistics on white on white crime? Do we bring that up every time that black people have an interaction with officers? 
Why is it that when something happens to an African-American or minority that we have to defend their humanity? Why is it that the first thing you hear after some fucked up shit happens to a black person is, oh, well, on MySpace, they had a picture with a red flag in their back pocket. Or, you know, 20 years ago, they were quoting some DMX lyrics. Who the fuck cares? What does that have to do with the current situation? But you flip it on the other side, you know, when said Caucasian child, adult, whoever, shoots up a school, sexually assaults a woman, whatever the fucking case, the first picture we're seeing is them graduating from high school or college. Talking about how he's a good kid and he was a, a, a upstanding member of his community. Why is that? Why is it that for them, we instantly want to defend their humanity? But for us, they want to justify why we're dead. I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. I am exhausted. Being black in this country is fucking exhausting. <laughs> I've been in situations personally where I've been complimented. <laughs> complimented, right? Oh man, you you speak so well. You 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 can articulate so beautifully. Was that not the expectation? Not doing anything differently than any other colleague I had, but because I'm a little bit darker, that wasn't the expectation. Or whenever there was something that was to go wrong, oh, Don, what's your opinion? Like I was the spokesperson for everything black. I've been... In situations where I've been humored instead of heard. I'm tired, (laughs) y'all. I'm tired. And, you know, I, I know what MLK did for us was, you know, monumental with Malcolm X. And the whole civil rights era did was monumental. And, you know, the Black Panthers, you know, the things that they did were able to accomplish were a great thing. But somewhere along the line of history, we have lost the essence of who we are. We have begun to abandon the understanding that we have to be self-sufficient because the more you rely on someone or something, the more power they have over you. And because we rely on this fucked up as government and this fucked up as system, I don't give a damn if you Republican or Democrat, it's fucked up either way. But because We have allowed agents of the division 
and chaos into our communities that have infiltrated our leaders, that have killed our leaders. Now we have become solely reliant and dependent upon a system that was created to keep us subjugated. We have to find our way, y'all. We have to. As a community, we have to do better for each other. Because as we clearly see, they don't give a fuck about us. And I'm not, you know, preaching a message of hate. I'm not out here saying, you know, hate white people. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm saying is we have to love each other. Because if we don't, they won't. If we don't do better, it's clearly obvious that they're not going to do better. We have to come together and heal together. Because no matter where you look at it, we have so many hidden scars. We have so many things that we can use to keep us separate. If we are going to survive as a people, we have to heal, we have to learn, and we have to redefine what our definition of community is. Because again, if we don't fix the problem, it won't get fixed. I love you all. Dom, signing out.